This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was Harry Potter, and our guest was Maggie Marion. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number what, Adam? 157, Bill. That is right. 157. 157. 156 was good news. That, ringing in the new year with a little good really news. really nice. Yeah. Just kind of. And you know what? Since we did that and we used that article from wherever that was, like mentalfloss.com, I saw that exact article posted and reposted and those drawings are quite cute. Yes. They were like cute illustrations. Yep. My favorite one was the one where the Portuguese goats were sent out <laughs> to the villages and woods yes. to eat the uh, woods so <laughs> yeah. that they wouldn't catch on fire later and the illustration was a goat in a fireman's costume <laughs> holding a hose and spraying out a fire yes. which is not exactly what the intent not of totally, the mission was not exactly that but we like the fire but goats. that's the quickest illustrative way to put it that's right would you trust animals as firefighters mm. like would you tr- like yeah i'd bring dogs? in a beluga whale to spray it through his blowhole <laughs> I'd bring in the one beluga bring to in. spray it through his blowhole. Or if he's not feeling up to the task, I'd turn him upside down and just dump him out. Turn him upside down. <laughs> can you imagine what that must be like, turning a whale upside down? Yes, well, I can. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. In my mind. Two cranes that can just spin 180 degrees, <laughs> and then you shake it like a piggy bank yep. until all the pennies, a.k.a. water splashes, are out. <laughs> piggy bank. Fire solved. Pennies are out. Very good, Bill. So there you have it. Well said. You're a scientist. And what we have today... <laughs> Is uh, the best, the best of the best. Yes. Uh, your wife, our best friend. Yes. Miss Maggie Marion. Hi, Hello. Hi. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Oh. Hi, two honeys. Oh, Hi, honey. It's a freaking flirt fest here on the No Joke Podcast. It's a flirt I'm batting my lashes. Maggie, so few of our guests decide to actually wear the headphones. Can you well, walk us through your decision to actually don the cans? Peek behind the curtains. Yeah. Maggie's donning those Maggie's cans. Maggie's donning these I mean, headphones. I've got, full disclosure, it's one can, one free. One, oh. you know, I've got one ear on one side. Got the other ear is is loosey goosey fancy free casual 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 one's formal and casual that's a trick that DJs use do you know that yeah it's you know a tip uh, something radio people do too is that do you know why they do that you it's must. it's to get a sense of you know so you get you have one toe in one toe out you get real life yes. back and forth you get a real tone and you hear what the audience and then you is also hearing. hear what the audience is hearing yeah oh okay I see when it's you a were little de- bit of both A when, and B when you were DJing Billy would you do that because it does look yeah. cool to have one on but one it's off. yeah it but like it's because cool you're thing. listening to the next song you're about to play and you're queuing up <laughs> on the headphones and you're also listening to the music that's playing on the PA uh, yes same thing yes yeah there you go and then it also looks good when you wiki wiki it just looks cool it when just looks cool when you Wiki, wiki, scratch, scratch. Because you probably yes. have, like, if you're a DJ, you probably have a cool earring. Yes. At least one cool earring. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do have one cool earring well, when I go. was DJing. Did you really? Come on. What you I had about? one cool earring. It was a hoop. I had <laughs> a hoop? it. Yep. It a, last... little, a big hoop or a little hoop? Little hoop. Yeah, a little. little hoop. I think it was Hugs silver. Hugs the lobe. Hugs the lobe. Ah, wasn't exactly a hug the lobe. There were, you could fit a you could fit a tongue depressor in between okay. yeah, yeah, the yeah. lobe and the bottom yeah. of the hoop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd say a tongue depressor is the most maybe like stacked Q-tips. That's yes. probably what you can get at. Stacked Q-tips. Yeah, two, me... two Q-tips stacked on top of one another. Oh, like the the bar. Yeah, the stick, not the, the stick. not the tip, not the poof. I'm sure that's clearing things up for yes. people. Yes. <laughs> so 
would you only put the earring on to DJ? Would you, were you wearing that in life? I had it. I got it one summer. Yes. I got it at like June where I knew I was going to be tan. <laughs> so you should probably get an earring in Long Island if you're going to be tan Billy. for a couple of months. Interesting. Well, certainly if, you, if you're going to go silver. You can't be tan mm, and gold. You can, as it matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, au contraire. Many my of friend. many, many of my friends. It was always Tan interesting to see my friends who would go gold, whatever, mm-hmm. but when they would go double hoop. Now I was like, that's what girls do. That's oh, what a fifteen year old boy in yeah. Long Island thought. Like, I was like, wow, that's like a bold you love you love the bling. You love jewels. Oh. Right. I but like I was that. I was going to be tan, and so I got an earring, uh-huh. and I remember it hurt a lot, yes. and I was very self-conscious about it, and I slept <laughs> on the other side of my head <laughs> for sure. three months, which I didn't three like. Three months? Well, yeah. so I, to be cautious. And there's a reason why it was only three months. So <laughs> Only three months? I mean, that's a, I guess some people have earrings for longer than that, yeah. but I took it off for my first day of soccer practice in high school, yeah. and I forgot I had an earring. Oh, and and like weeks later, sure. I was like, where's that? When, why don't I have an earring in yes. anymore? Yeah. Yes. And it was in my locker. Yeah. Very, very, very. very and that was well, Mr. Lustig yes. has both ears pierced. Had at one point. You knew that. I didn't know you were double. I was double. Double, double, boil, and trouble? I was trouble for okay. a little while. I got left ear pierced first, seventh grade, following my sensei father, who had his left ear pierced. Oh, I thought he had his right. Still does. He had both. I think he also. He was a he double. He has left. Hold wait, on. now let me just like clarify. Father, like father, Let son? me clarify. Yeah. I'm not totally. Pop- my memory is a little holy, so I'm not. Oh, I, holy. I want to say holy moly. Thank you. Thank you. So I think that my dad maybe just had the left, but I got left in seventh grade okay. at the mall. Out and of then West I was, Yeah, did you get yours at the mall, Bill? Mm, where the hell did Bill get his ear pierced? The piercing pagoda at the mall? I don't think were it was Were there at the bad mall. kids who were doing it themselves with safety pins? Because that's that was in my circle. That kind of sounds I wanna where yeah, the I hell said you were, where the hell did I get my ear pierced Truly. is the question I'm dealing with. <laughs> if anyone right knows, now. hit us up, nojocod at gmail.com. <laughs> I have no <laughs> recollection. I know you, I had one, but yeah. I have no idea. Billy Scary. Tell us about peers piercing their own ears and were you oh, yeah. privy to that? And oh sure. Tell, yeah, you put ice what? all over it and then you go hard. That's with the right. pin. What are, do you mean Bing. you go hard? You boil you boil a pin or or a, sa- or a safety pin. Put or it under or a, a lighter, pin. get it really hot. Yeah, I mean yes. a boil it works. We boiled it. Yeah. Um and then you ice your lobe so it's Cold, 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 and then you just bang it out. Bang oh, it out. Duh. You did. You didn't do this though. I went to a mall. Yes, as well. Yes, but uh, I was privy to it. Yeah. Was there ever any slip ups, whoopsie daisies, accidents? Uh oh. Like what? Stabbing someone in the neck? Yeah. Or just <laughs> no. like it pr- bleeding profusely, it being too messy, ripping your ear somehow. There was never no, any accidents. No, okay. No. Accidents don't happen when you're a kid. True. Every, <laughs> everything true. just like works out. Well, yeah, it's fine. You eventually become like thirty six. It's fine. I can't. Uh, I'll tell you that is actually a fairly good transition. Before we get to our topic at hand, I okay. just want to touch on the elephant in the room, uh, uh, yeah. which is that unfortunately I'm sitting here in a foot in a foot cast. Adam yeah. has an elephant shaped foot cast. I'm, on his foot. <laughs> yes, the elephant in the room is my elephant shaped foot cast. <laughs> right, uh, Billy. You and I were playing basketball as we are wont to do. Yes, we like that. This is the day after New Year's. This is a week ago, basically. New Year's Day, right? Was it? I think day? it was Jan two. Okay, I think it was. I think it was the day after New Year's. Got day. it. Okay. Uh, you and I were playing with our good friends Mike and Greg. Just two on two, very casual, very casual game. Really, one of the more casual games I've played in in the past couple of very years. Very relaxed, <laughs> right. very low key. Not even a full court five on five situation. Low key, two oh. on two. Right. Good buds. Sure. I uh, went up for a jump shot layup, a kind of a driving shot. Right. Came down, twisted my ankle. Ouch. Didn't just twist it, frankly, broke it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and sprained it. Yeah. Broke it right there and then. Right. Billy, you were there on the scene. Sure. Very, very good. You sure. have a great bedside manner. I was telling Maggie, I was like, Billy would be a great ER doctor. Sure. Great bedside manner. Yeah. You were very generous. You sure. literally, hero, carried me to my car. I'm glad we did. You had a broken foot. Broken. Sometimes it could feel like you make a dramatic decision where it's like our friend got 
hurt. Let's just like lift them off and like be men about it. But like in retrospect, warranted. Thank God we did warranted. Because that. that's like a two hundred foot walk. It hurt. Yeah, it hurt. Um, yeah, I'll say that you had a very good attitude about it. Well, all, all things considered, yes. I mean, <laughs> I've seen like when I, I broke my foot. Really, uh, you, you didn't get to peek behind the curtain. Well, I <laughs> did actually, which is funny because okay. I went back. So I we got Adam to his car, and I knew he was pissed, and I knew yeah, he was rageful. Yeah. I knew he was like really uh, pissed. Yeah, I know that. Adam yeah. gets when Adam feels threatened or gets hurt, it left turns sharp left turns into rage right. very fast. Yes, yeah, right, correct, very rage. Fast. Yeah. Right. But uh, he what he, I, I'll just it. say this he it didn't act it's on okay. it. He, he wasn't yeah, yeah exactly. We all react the ways we you react. You have to apologize for having human emotions. <laughs> but I, we were trying to figure out Adam was now in the car and we were trying to figure out is Billy going to go to like a right. CVS and get all this kind of like ice and stuff right. or is Maggie? Yeah. Uh settled on the fact that Maggie was going to do it. I mean, yeah. It's so, either it's going to it's going to be Bill or Matt. Yeah, that's it. one of my two passwords. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so so uh, we landed on you, yeah. and so I realized that we like I had to get one more thing from my car, and I was like, "All right, Adam, get home safe." And <laughs> then I went back real quick to like check on him and ask one last question. And I don't think he was expecting me to come back. And that's when I saw a peek behind the curtain, mm. and Adam was furiosa. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was yeah. I Lavosa furiosa? I mean, I could just see you Lavosa, so. That's also good. That's a pre- that's a little preview. A little preview, yes, of our topic at hand. So yes. the reason uh, yes. a everyone feel very sympathetic for Adam yeah. if oh, you yes. are work in the medical field. Adam broke his cuboid. Cuboid. Tell us ways to improve. <laughs> The cuboid, physical the cuboid. therapy, potentially, he's going to be out of this thing in six weeks, and yeah. we're going to look for any sort of just tips you can yep. tell us on how to fix it. Yes, also, simultaneously, yes. if you've ever broken your foot or your knee or something where you were stuck on the couch and you had a long stretch of time where you needed to fill in your time creatively, yep. Yep. please uh, tell Adam and I things to do to pass the time. And also, as a wiggly man, yes. how to wiggle Without your right foot. How to wiggle mm. without to one of your, your main wiggle out. tools. Right. Yeah. I got a broken wheel. How do I wiggle? Right. Yeah. So. Because you, you like to work out and like you like to run around. Weights and crunches aren't really I'm, I don't mean to speak for you please are, speak aren't, on aren't totally your thing mm-hmm. so what w- is a good wiggle way? That's right. Uh, a That's kind right. of a cardio adjacent yes. thing you can do without your foot. Billy you might be thrilled to know I've been doing some crunches because what else can I do? That's it. What else can I do? Just a few. Well, and not also, a, just a few. A, not only it, we, I want information about bone healing. Yes. But also the doctor said that actually even more – it will take longer to heal the sprain. The sprain is a grade three sprain, which mm. is, this is what Billy evidently is yes. worse. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. just Shit. takes longer to – Another thing yes. about broken yeah. feet, yes. uh, which my doctor made very clear, is that once you break it, you have – athletes have a 40 percent chance of re-breaking it if they do the same things. 40. Well, that was an enormous number to me. Well, Adam broke it when he was 13, and then I get when he was 24. Right. Yes. yes. I was just saying, Billy and I were just talking about the same Mike. bone, but same, same foot. foot. Basically, 15, 25, and th- essentially 15, 24, and 35. So it's like every 10 years I have broken this foot. Right. And it's yeah. like, So yeah. there's two ways that we can look at it. Yeah. One, shit luck. Shit you, luck. You have a broken foot, and it's going to get in your way for a while. I think yeah. so. Or two, you are clear for 10 years to not break hey, your foot there again. there you go. Thanks, Bill. So there you have go. a fucking get out of jail free card. I Thank see you. that silver lining <laughs> glint. Printing off that gray cloud. Go skiing. Go skiing. Surfing. Karate. Use those feet and ankles. Ten years of freedom. Free pass. Yes. And it's a decade ahead of us. That's right, honey. Beautiful decade ahead of us. Great call, Bill. Thank you, Bill. And that is just practically speaking for you listeners. Another reason that there was no Q and A podcast this past week. Right. A little, a little hung up. Right. I am your official chauffeur because it's the right foot. So no driving. No driving. No wiggling. Right. So we are going to figure out if you do subscribe to Q and A with BNA on the Patreon network. A thank you. B we're going to figure out what that looks like for the next few weeks because yeah. getting around for Adam has been a little harder
harder. It's a little tough. And so we're going to be uh, rightfully sympathetic to that. Yes. And hopefully you guys will understand, and we will try and figure out if it's going to be a week or two where we're just off, we will try and freeze payments. We yep. will not try and take advantage of the generous donations you guys make. Good call. But we don't know exactly what that show is going to look like for the next few weeks. We're going to figure it out. Please be patient. Thank you in advance. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so That's we, a long preamble. Yeah. It's a, such a long preamble that we're about two minutes away from the first act break. So okay. we'll just tease so what, what we're going to talk about. Tease and touch on it real quick. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Maggie, yes. today we're going to be talking about Harry Potter. I love it. The man, the myth, the legend, the franchise, the character. We've had a lot right. of people on Twitter when we say, what should we talk about? A, I'd say like the, it positions out where it's like 18% of the people usually say Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, and who more, doesn't love talking about Harry Potter? This exactly. is what I've learned. <laughs> and so I've said to Adam, it's like, dude, we need to talk about Harry Potter. And he's like, all right, but. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, and then he says, if we want the expert. It's Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. She says with her hands behind her head, <laughs> crosses her legs. She's not smoking a cigar, but spiritually she's smoking a cigar, a cigar right now. Uh, Maggie, briefly, just with the with the short amount of time we have for the act break, can you tell yeah. us your introduction to Harry Potter, how you first intersected with the Harry Potter oeuvre? Sure. I first intersected with Harry Potter, I believe, in, what was it, 97, 98, something like that? 97, 98. Um Maggie, I gotta tell what? you, you're talking into the foam the of foam the microphone, is, but it is, it's not on. <laughs> it is. Okay. There you go. I just have to tell people <laughs> at home what I was just Sorry. saying. Maggie well, is in the strongest, confident <laughs> position, and the foam on her microphone fell off, and she was talking into the up. foam. Scooter. All right, well, yeah. Sorry. Okay. There, better? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, so I, I was around pretty, pretty early. I was maybe 15 at the time. My mother read. When is that? What year? I believe it was 97. Okay, great. I believe I was 97. Okay. I Well, that would make... 13, 14, somewhere in that zone. In that zone. Yeah. Sure. 14, that's right. 13, yes. 14, yes. Yes. Uh, 14 is when I would have been years old. Yep. And so she read it aloud to me and my much older sister on a road trip. And uh, the first one on a road trip. And she read the whole thing aloud to me. And then she subsequently... There is a... So that was the last road trip that I had with our family together before my dad died. Okay. So my dad died later that year. And so then the next year she read the second book aloud and it became this sort of beautiful bridge between Mm -hmm. pre-dad's death and post-dad's death. And she ended up reading the whole series aloud to me. By the time the seventh book came out, I was in my 20s. I was maybe 25, 26, bartending in New York. And when the seventh book came out, she flew from Los Angeles, where I'm born and raised, um, to New York. We bought the we both bought the book at midnight separately in our own cities. I dressed <laughs> up like Professor Trelawney, got my book at this classic store at midnight. Hole to do, hole to do. Okay, but she flew out there and uh, out to New York, and we holed up, and she read the whole seventh book aloud to me. So sweet. Then, so that was a beautiful kind of bookend. Beautiful. On yes. <laughs> to my Harry Potter experience. When I learned about that, and yeah. I think it was maybe while it was happening or a little after in New York City, I remember thinking to myself, genuinely, that's one of the sweetest gestures yeah. I've ever heard a parent do for yeah. their child. It's really sweet. It it's, was it, pretty sweet. It was like such a unique. Yeah. It was so incredibly unique. Yeah. You know, that you guys were going to hold on to that tradition and she was going to read the last book to you. There was something like I was like, this yeah. Maggie chick is all right. <laughs> like, she's got a good family yes. and a good team on her. And beyond, like, your family, something that I have been so fortunate to absorb, thanks to you and your family, is the gift and joy of reading aloud to we one another. We love to read aloud. It's something that Ruth and you cool. really do. We love to read aloud to each other. You read aloud to me all the time, I, and I, I love it. I gleaned it. it from your family. Yeah. You it, do all the voices. It's a fun experience. Come on. Why not try to do a voice? <laughs> exactly. Try to take a stab at... 
You're a wizard, Harry. Exactly. Why not? Was that, Why not? Was that Hagrid? That's, That's right, Bill. Got you, doggy. That's right, Bill. Bill. Great. So we will go into some of the characters, or we'll figure out what we want to talk yeah. about in the next act. Right now, we have to pick a song. Uh, oh, actually, do we have an ad read? I we think we've got to pop into a quick we'll, ad read. All right, great. So we'll do a song in the second act. Great. Break. Uh, we'll do an ad read real, na- real quick. We'll come back with great. more Maggie Marion. This is No Joke. We would like to thank the newest sponsor of the No Joke podcast, Bombfell. You might be asking yourself, what is Bombfell? I'll tell you. Bombfell is an easier way for men to get better clothes. You complete a single questionnaire and are then matched one-on-one with a dedicated personal stylist. They never charge above retail price. They offer free shipping and returns, convenient home try-on, and the ability to preview and edit your stylist picks before your order ships. If you're someone like me and you don't know how to look good in clothes, this is massively helpful. Yeah. Yes. There's. I've had conversations with friends where I'll ask them, like, if you had a million dollars, what's the first, like, luxury you would buy? Oh. Some people say chefs. Some people yes. say other things. Yes. One of my friends once said a personal stylist. It's pretty good. And I thought that was such a clever thing because I, like you – don't have the brain power how to, to how to make myself look good. I don't know how. But there are people out there who do. Bombfells. And not only that, they like it. They like it. <laughs> and, and so in my experience with yes. Bombfell, yes. it was seamless. Seamless. Just like you said, I went through all the steps online. They Great. asked a few questions. Yep. And then before you knew it, I had uh, my first outfit sent to me. Incredible. And I wasn't exactly sure the quality of the clothes, like what it might look and feel like. Yep, yep. Hard this to say. This is high-end, like, this is like you can go on a business meeting nice and clothes. feel like a good professional. I might be the best dressed one at the table. Really, really empowering. So I stand by the clothes that they send. You Great. look good, and it's really convenient to do. Absolutely. Now, your stylist will email you his or her selections, after which you'll have 48 hours to make any changes or even cancel altogether. So you are in complete control, total autonomy. Right. Then, when you actually receive the clothes, you have seven days to tell uh, Bombfell what you want to keep, and right. then you send the rest back. Right. Now, here is where it gets really advantageous. There is a keep more, get more in each shipment. The more you keep, the more you save. So if you keep four plus items, you get 20 percent off right if you keep three plus items you get 15 percent off if you keep two plus items you get 10 percent off so the more you keep of their clothes that they send you the more you're saving smart yep really smart so here's how it works if you want to take advantage of the no joke promotion yes for 25 dollars off your first purchase go to bombfell b-o-m-b-f-e-l-l dot com slash no joke once again in order to receive 25 dollars off your first purchase you guys should go to bombfell.com slash no joke. Welcome back to No Joke. Today we are talking to my beloved wife, Maggie, about Harry Potter. Right. How about that? Yes. So uh, I guess we have a couple of different ways we can approach this, Maggie. Okay. Um, we can approach this like uh, everyone is very familiar with Harry Potter. Yes, and I think we should do that. Yeah, because I'm not that familiar oh. with it. So, oh, oh. You, have you read it? No, certainly <gasps> not. Haven't wow. read it. I, watched, I wow. saw the first one. I saw the first That's one. That's nothing. That's and like I playing all... with the action figure and say and, and like saying that you're familiar with. Totally. You know. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I I acknowledge that I don't know <laughs> okay. everything I need to know. Yes. So okay. much so that I saw the last Lord of the Rings. Do you do you see that those movies? Yes, yes. I've read all of that as well. And I often confuse the scene where the <laughs> smaller character, the hobbits, are yes. jumping on the bed together at the end okay. as the end of how Harry Potter ended. Not not no. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> But that's all to say that <laughs> I'm very don't... novice. I'm very sure. novice okay. on that. Okay, well, yes. you know, okay. So, so would you mind at least like giving – just to assume that the audience doesn't have the same – doesn't know as much as you do. Just okay. to get us all on the same page. Sure. The world of Harry Potter is three schools. Three schools? No, I think it's wrong. just the one school. Already wrong. Okay, great. I shouldn't make presumptions. Think, Rather, yeah. how, is this, how is the school structured? <laughs> the school. Okay, or, well, or how is it structured? There's a world where they live in. And <laughs> they were, they live – the, the they live in a world very much like the real world. 
at first. This is the muggle world. This is the world that you and I would occupy. Um, And muggles is what what they call non-magic people. Okay. And the premise of the world is that there is an alliance between the wizarding world and the muggle world. Mm -hmm. And um, it takes place in England. Classic. Britain. Classic. 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 This Classic is where magic, you want to start. Magical land. This is where you want to start with your magical land. <laughs> England. That's true. It's Ang- Anglophiles yes. love, you know, there's a lot of moors yes. and and meadows. Yes. It's a good place for, you know, yes. fairies to, to uh, um, think about fairies. This is what I tease, Maggie, and everyone constantly about the fantasy genre in general, that it's just like ver- various reheatings of King Arthur. Yeah, that's sure. right. English that's right. lore. That's, that's right. Okay. That's it. So this falls right in line. Yes. the same yes. thing, but different. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, An alliance between the Muggles and the Wizarding World. A se- essentially secret alliance to most people. Yeah. Now, the Prime Minister, is, uh, when the, when you become the Prime Minister of England in the Muggle World, you do get a special uh, meeting with the Minister of Magic. Bonus! Of the, so, you, so there is an alliance. Ian Anyways, McKellen? Uh, Ian McKellen is not that. He's, he's a, not Lord the, of the Rings. beard? Lord of that's the Rings. Lo- that's Lord, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm learning a very quick lesson, which is stop presuming. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so that's, so that's the world. Harry lives in the muggle world for the first 10, 11 years of his life. First movie, right? Uh, it's the first like scenes of the first movie. First scenes of the first movie. Got it. And he's basically been, he's the nephew of this family that's taking care of him and they treat him like garbage. And it's, he's, he's just, you know, has a short end of the stick life-wise. He's, he's an orphan. He lives under the stairs. They shove him in like a room under room under the stairs. He's abused. Basically, yeah. Yes. Certainly neglected. Yes. And uh, then he gets a letter uh, delivered in many different magical ways saying he's a wizard, Harry. <gasps> yes. And he, you know. I'm, oh, it's like the golden ticket. Yes, exactly. Where, it's like yes, your way out. Yes, he is, yes, the, Christ, he is yes. the Christ figure. He's the chosen Absolutely. one. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So then he finds out. Th- I'm getting you the premise. I mean, I don't want to. This recap the whole, no, all of Harry Potter. No, you don't have to recap it. I'm just trying to get to he gets to the Wizarding World. So, so now, yes, yeah, so now he's familiar with the Wizarding World, and he goes to the school, which is essentially a boarding school where kids learn how to use magic. Called right. Hogwarts. So Called when Hogwarts. we so when we got the headgum today, one of the employees downstairs, Clementine, asked you uh, asked me a question, and yeah. I had to ask you the question. <laughs> okay, she said, and correct me where I'm wrong. What school uh, would you be in? Was it school? Which house? Which house? house. Yes, yes. Which house yes. would you be Within in? Within Hogwarts, and, the school. Yes. And that was one of the things as a person I didn't ever know the show before. I did know show. houses exist. God, he's calling it a show. And I said Ian oh, McKellen. Jesus. And yeah. that was right. <laughs> can, yeah. you tell, can you walk us through the houses? Yes. Okay, yes. So Hogwarts <laughs> was started by four wizards, four founding wizards. Cool. Who each had a different philosophy about who they should train. Okay. <laughs> And so Slytherin. It already it, sounds bad. You got, you got it. it. It's bad. You got Slither. it. Really. Slytherin. You got it, buddy. Snakey, snakey, slimy. You got slimy, it, brother. Snakey, slimy. Exactly. You got it. Don't, you don't trust a snake. Nope. Exactly. Okay. Um, so Slytherin's <laughs> point of view, Salazar Slytherin's point of view. Salazar Salazar. Slytherin. Which Amazing I actually like the first. Great name. First, good first name. Sal Slytherin. Yeah. Very good. Um, he's like, listen, <laughs> just pure bloods. Just pure blood wizards. Whoa! So, be- because you know, of course, there's plenty of intermingling. You can be magic and born of Muggle parents, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's just keep it essentially a star- aristocracy. Yes. Just, just wizard borns. Got okay, it. that's his philosophy. Okay. Hardliner. 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 Right. Yeah. Uh, Rowena Ravenclaw. Rowena. A woman. A woman. Hell yeah. Very Hell good. yeah to women. Um, <laughs> Rowena Ra- Ravenclaw is like, let's just teach the smartest. 
Um, let's just teach the smartest, most creative. Like, let's are. just, you know, let's just make this an elite school for Ravenclaws. the elitist, the Ravenclaws. They exactly. think they're smart. They, they are they smart. Are smart. Yeah. They're smart. They're smart. Book smart? Like, street smart? Usually, I mean. What constitutes smart in this world? I would say creative thinking. Okay. And, um, uh, yeah, non-traditional creative thinking, book smart for okay. sure. Okay. Not to say there aren't smart people in all of the houses. There are, but Understood. it's sort of like what you prioritize. Yes, That's their calling card. Got That's it. Right. Got it. Hell, um, then we've got uh, Gryffindor. Uh huh. Godric Gryffindor. Godric. Yes, mm-hmm. he's like you know what? He's a little. He's like let's just do the bravest, just Brave. like the most courageous, bravest, charismatic. Wow. I, that's who we want. We want. We want the future leaders of the Wizarding World. Wow. That's who we should wow. train. Wow! 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 Charisma first. Charis- or just yeah, charisma is a big part yeah. of it. and bravery. Bravery is bravery is a big courage. part of it too. Courage. Yep. Wow. Yes. Courage. Yep. Courage and conviction. Yep. Cool. Cool. And Helga Hufflepuff is like you guys are nuts. We uh, train whoever is magic, the hardworking. If you're willing to show up and oh, learn, shoot. that's who. That is who we. That's who I want to teach. Well, that's eager. The eager, yes. show up, learn. You guys, what, what are she you talking sounds, about? Helga, my boundaries. Helga sounds like a good time. Helga she, sounds, do we like Helga? We love Helga. We love Helga. <laughs> I don't know if these people have like a dark side. Well, I mean, they all do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, come on, these are complicated characters. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. Maybe. Okay, great. Um, so, do we meet all of them? Do we? No, this is all happened gone? much before. Many, many hundreds of years before. Got it. This is all I backstory. This is all. But so to this say, is helpful. Yes. So each child who comes into Hogwarts, is sorted into one of these houses. Okay. And the houses are represented by big the day. four founders. Big day. Big day. Huge day. This big day. This Not only it. that, but there's like, there can be familial pressure. It's like, you don't want to be in a different, it's like, you don't want to be in a different house than your dad there's was. There's a legacy mom, element to There's a legacy it. element. Yeah, sure, for sure. sure. Yes. Right. For sure, because this is who you're going to eat with. This is who you're going to dorm with. But the hat decides. There's the no sort decides. of room. There's hat. no people who talk and they're like, I'll Magic trade you hat. Harry for Jill or the something like Magic that. Magic hat. The hat has the answer. The hat has the answer. What's the story with this hat? Hat, you know, I... It had some imbued with some magic. It's been around since the beginning. It wasn't a person who got like a curse put on them. Like you will so. have to be a hat good for life. Question. That's a good question. I don't think so. Okay, cool. I don't think so. Cool. Yes. Seems like a very important hat. Yeah. It determines what house. <laughs> oh yeah, every they, single kid goes. Very yes. important. Yes. Can very I sidetrack for one second? Please. Can you guys think of a more important hat on Earth? Pope hat. Pope Maybe hat. the Pope hat. That's a big hat. Maybe the. A, I mean, that's just a. <laughs> what if it falls off? Maybe like, the Pope hat. What if it falls hat. off? Yeah. It's like, do they do they pin it in? Pin? Do you pin the Pope hat? I don't know. I wonder how the Pope hat is secured. Maybe that's a uh, sort of a double sticky tape. All right, <laughs> in a moment. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's the, sorting, it's the sorting hat and, and the, the Pope, Pope hat. hat. I yeah. think too. Think. Okay. I mean, crowns, various. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, got it. No, certainly, no hats have as much responsibility as a sorting hat. Yes. That's right. That's yes. A lot. That's a big job. Few hats have a job. And what yeah, is the sorting right. hat? If you could dip into a voice for a second, what does the sorting hat sound like? Is there a particular, well, or is it kind of? I mean. Again, my experience is very book centric. I, yes. I am I'm not really into the movies. Yeah. Um, I think the movies are just sort of like the plastic toy that maybe Naturally. you want to play with with the books. I'm, That's I'm so, why I haven't watched them. Yeah. That's why. Exact <laughs> reason. It's like I don't yeah. need the plastic. Toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. To me, that it, that's not. That's just you yes. know, right. capitalism. Yes, right. Unlike the <laughs> unlike the books, the best selling books of all time. Yes. Um, I think the sorting hat is is probably a little proper, and is oh. you know is, is sort of because it's been around a long time, but it's also it's also kind of scrubby, yeah. so it's you know it's kind of beat up. <laughs> okay, a Tracy Ullman character, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, the yeah, I don't, that that might be my that's a first pass. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> so allow me to. Sorry, Adam. I feel like I'm dominating. This. Dominate. I just have a lot to learn. Dominate, my friend. I apologize. Dominate. Um, 
allow us to toss out a few celebrities Great. right now. And yeah. then you tell us. Sort them. We now just learned about I'll it. I'll sort them. You'll be the sorting mag. You Great. got it. Okay. And a little reason, obviously, as to why. Okay. Of course. Adam, sure. do you want to go first? Channing Tatum. Actor, hard body, hottie, Channing Tatum. I don't know. I mean, I don't know a ton about him as a, as a man. Yeah. Um, but you know about him as a magic mic. I mean, I loved Magic Mike. So let's yeah. do maybe the Magic Mike character. How about the character Magic Mike? Right. The <laughs> character Magic Mike, you know, he might be, he might be a Slytherin. Mm, why? And now Slytherins, of course, get a really bad name. They get a really bad rep in the book. Yes. Obviously, they literally have a bad name. They yeah. have a bad name. How, Sinister sounding. Yes. Yes. Um, however, they they are inherently bad. Who is? There you go. Exactly. Right. Who is? Great point. Um, it's just they are ambitious. Mm-hmm. They do ladder climb. They are kind of interested in power. Okay. Um, and so to me, I feel like Magic Mike was definitely like in the Vegas scene. He was showing off his pecs. He yep, was using sure. his pecs yeah. for, to get – not that that is inherently He was literally bad. slithering at times. He There's a literal element. Right. He was up literally like a slithering. I mean if you slither, <laughs> I feel like you kind you of – You might be in slithering. <laughs> you might be yeah. in slithering. Now, it's worth saying that in the books <laughs> – in the books, two Magic Slytherins. Mike books? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I would buy a Magic, Magic Mike book. Magic Mike and the Sorcerer's yes, Stone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's worth saying in the books there are two very important, notable, good Slytherins. Okay. Right? In fact, Harry names his son after a Slytherin. Why wow. now? His freaking son? Spoiler yes. alert, How Bill. old is he in book seven? <laughs> there's an epilogue there's like where – there's a little epilogue. Where are they now? Okay, where are they now? But how yeah. old is he when the story ends? The pre-epilogue. Uh, 17. Oh, okay. Got yep. it. And then how old is he when he has a kid? 19? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think I, – I don't remember off the top of my head how long – I think it's like 10 years later. Okay, what's, his son, what's his son's name? <sighs> Do you remember? Ooh, tough. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah. I'm just curious. Okay. I don't remember it. it, it their name. He's both. He has three kids, I think, and and both of all of his kids have like names from the people in the story. Got it. His name, like James. That's Severus. Hold on, Dumbledore. Those are something. two very different. Names. <laughs> yeah, James. Well, his dad's Se- name you know, is it's James. Your two, your two James traditional Severus. options. Yeah, yeah. James or his Severus. dad's name was yeah. James, and then um, the head of of Slytherin, the house, or one of the professors. He was one of the. He was yes. Severus Snape. Severus Snape. Played yeah. by the late Alan Rickman. The late great The Alan late Rickman great Alan movies. Rickman. Yes. He was – I would say he did give a uh, – def- the definitive Snape performance. I, I don't think – he did not improve on what was in my head. I mean um, what was in my head. He improved on what was in my head for the character. Yes. I've never seen this character act, but can I give a quick line read? Please. Yes. Because maybe I can surpass Rickman. Yes. I know. <laughs> It's bold. Okay. But it is. That is bold. Allow me to take okay. on Professor Snake. Snake. With a P. Nice P. Yeah. Pop that P. All right. Hello, Harry. <laughs> Funny to see you in my library. <laughs> Care to have a sip of my goblet? Pretty good. You can trust me. I'm a professor. <laughs> you know, Pretty Billy, God. you know that he was a potions professor. So, yeah. So, take <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm in the air. You, I just didn't care. you know more than you think you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that rules for me. 
that ruled for me. I hope in the third act you guys can also do a line read of characters you've never heard I of before. I desperately want to try my Rickman. Now we need to do another uh, act break. Okay, great. A song. Maybe, uh, Maggie, is there a song in Harry Potter that is that sort of evokes Harry Potter for you? Well, the or... Harry Potter theme is so fabulous. Good. Truly one of that my favorite John Williams thing... scores. Yes, that's another good thing to come out of the movies is, is, the, is the Harry Potter theme. One of the best. I think it's one of the finest yeah. John Williams scores, personally. But also, you can go, you can just kind of do magic themes. Okay. Do you and... believe in magic is a great one. By the love and sure. Fun. Fun. sure. I put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus. Great one. Is that from Hocus Pocus? I put a spell on you. Well, she, that, Bet Bet does a version of it. Oh, oh Bet Midler. Is that the one I you did want? dress up like Bet Midler in the year it came out, not like ironically as a millennial looking backwards. I was in ninety like, four. I yes, yeah. I was like a fifth grader yeah. who dressed up as Bet Midler. Yeah, in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. So we should probably play that. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, Bette this Midler's. is Bet Midler, aka Maggie Marion, yeah. uh, singing "I Put a Spell on You" from yeah. the movie Hocus Pocus. Thank That's you. Great. Back to No Joke, we are talking with Maggie Marion about Harry Potter, and that was Bette Midler's rendition of I Put a Spell on You from the film Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Also starring, I want to say, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy. Correct. Thank you. Give me more Najimy in my freaking Always. life. What is Najimy up to? Always. I bet she's starring on something. Najimy was <laughs> in uh, the Netflix movie Dumplin'. Oh, great. Dumplin. Okay. That's a movie. I haven't seen Dumplin'. That's a movie. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched it. Keep up to date, Maggie. You're so good about that. Um, what? You're good about keeping up to date on media. Oh, yeah, that's one <laughs> way to put it. Speaking of media, um, there's been a lot of reboots recently. Uh, television shows and movies yep. getting rebooted. Yep. Okay. Would you guys want to watch a new Sister Act? Oh, is because is there is there need for Sister Act? <sighs> like a Sister Act three or a full reboot? That's like a Sister Act three. Sure, starring Whoopi. Yeah. Bring dude. back Nick Jimmy. I mean, uh, I don't know. Is is there still a market for? Uh, the Sister Act for Funky franchise? Catholic Church, for yeah. Carefree Catholic Church. I wonder exactly. Funky wonder. Carefree Catholic Church. Call me purely nostalgic, but I would say, of course. Really? The Sister Act movies rocked me to the moon and back. Mm. And Sister wow. Act 2, Billy, the I can music. tell you you're skeptical. No. How, oh. I, mean, it, I, love, I mean, it's all about love. the music. Right. Yes. They brought in Lauren Hill for the second Lauren one, right? Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. But the music was great in the first one, too. You know, who I, would, time. you know who I would cast? You guys are Lizzo? Whoa. You know oh. Lizzo? As. as Whippy Goldberg? Yeah. Okay. Or like as the, that's, well, that's two that's two out of the box. Or as the new ta- or as the Lauren in the Lauren Hill slider into the Lauren sure. Hill. Sure. I'm a big Lizzo. I'm a big Lizzo fan. 
I okay. guess that's all I meant by that. I love okay. it. Put, yeah. Put, hair check, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. Exactly. That's a Lizzo lyric. <laughs> okay, that's it. right. <laughs> Third act of the No Joke podcast. Once again, we are here with Maggie Marion. Yep. We are talking Harry Potter, or at yeah. least trying to. Yes. <laughs> now, speaking of reboots, we mo- more recently saw the Harry Harry Potter sort of branched off into this whole like sequ- there's a whole like sequel franchise. Yeah. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Crimes of Grindelsmeer. <laughs> what? Crime, the Crimes of Grindelwald. Why isn't that uh, like? I feel like everyone heard about Harry Potter, but no, I didn't know about that movie really yeah did people did harry potter fans go crazy for those movies i don't know like i said that's not my relationship to the right you're not a grindelwald no i mean like there was there was such for me personally i i lived in the world i was like following the books with their release so they were released sometimes years apart so i mean like it was like a decade 12 years of my life that i was living in this world and then when the last book was over i was ready to move on you know and so i'm not like that interested in like back we, into the prequel. Not really. Yeah. Were the themes, like, uh, the, it seems like there's great characters and great kind of, like, out of, like, the ordinary worlds, but, like, are there themes that kind of you stuck, that, like, stuck with you? You know what I mean? Like, because I imagine people have to have learned lessons from the Harry Potter, sure. right? Are there any that stand out or that other fans might be like, this is why I loved it besides the story? Sort of moral takeaways from the Harry Potter franchise, if there are any. And, yeah, what, yeah, what we can learn uh, from the Harry Potter movies, what we can Well, that's a big question, Billy. That's a that's a really interesting question. Pretty big guy. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> hey, hey. Well, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say it, the basic themes yeah. are anti-fascism. Oh, how so? What is... What is I, and... and uh, well, we've got – and, like, love is the way. I mean, like, that's the big – love is love is the strongest thing in the world. I mean, that's sort of the, the big headline mm-hmm. theme okay. of Harry Potter. Okay. Is that we've got uh, – we've got – yeah. I was going to ask, like, the central – what is the central problem? Who is the good guy Voldemort. and who is the bad guy? What are they fighting for? Voldemort wants power. Power. By way of what? Like running the school or he wants he wants to break the alliance between the Muggles and the Wizarding World, and he essentially wants to dominate the Muggles. Ah, there it is, and um, and the and also rule the entirety of the Wizarding World. Got Mm -hmm. it, got it. Power, power, power. There it is. Power, power, and and also he is Voldemort is specifically also after immortality. Wow, wants to live forever. Bold. He yep. wants to live forever. He's got, got a big, big wish list. Yeah, the second, big, yes, the second yeah. one's even bigger it's than the first. Pretty significant, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. he, he exploits he exploits people's um, desire to dominate Muggles mm. for his bigger personal quest of immortality. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. And Harry is the chosen one. Well, yes, I mean that. Yes, to defeat him, right? That's very oversimplifying. That is. Oversimplifying. Yes, that's oversimplifying. Yes. He, Voldemort tried to kill Harry when he was a baby. Yeesh. Yeah. Um, Why? Because he knew he was something special? We found out that there was a a prophecy, and the prophecy indicated two different children that could potentially be the one to defeat Voldemort. Harry and Larry. Larry Potter. Neville Longbottom. Neville <laughs> In Long case you bottom. doubted this was British. Hold on. <laughs> Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. He's in, yeah. he's in the movie as well? 
Yeah. Or in the books as well? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's a great example of a Gryffindor, somebody who is sorted into Gryffindor, who is bumbling, shy, nervous. Harry or Neville? Neville. 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 Okay, got it. Neville. Can okay. you tell by his first name? Neville. Yeah, I know. Long bottom. Last, bottom. Oh, last yeah. name has a bottom yeah. in it. That's a butt. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Like, it's not on. helping anything. So he's meek and mild and and kind of trips over himself, but he, in mo- moments where it counts, he's, he shows true Hell yeah. It's great bravery. bravery. True, Was Harry also a Gryffindor? Bravery. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yes. All of our main kids that we follow are Gryffindors, although um, Rowling has said recently – I mean, Rowling sort of post-Harry Potter uh, ramblings are kind of – people have mixed feelings about them. But one thing that she did say that I really liked was that the age of the Gryffindor is over and we are entering the age of the Hufflepuff, which I which I really like. Now, what, what is that? What is that? Yeah. I think she's, she's, she's pointing to kind of a – you know the time for bra- there's a time for bravery and there's a time for cooperation and now we're we're in a moment in time in the world, in the world where we need people who are willing to just show up and do the work mm. and kind of who are willing to you know make bridges why why is there why are there mixed feelings about that what is the sort of oh not necessarily about that but oh, she just it. she's just has said a lot of got you it. know pe- people don't really like the she's added a lot of yes. backstory through these Grindelwald movies that people yes. feel ambivalent about and kind of said it has become such a cultural touchstone that it's like I feel like maybe it was Alexander Ocasio Cortez but like Voldemort has become such a proxy for I evil. remember when Bush ran for the second time yeah and there i saw bumper stickers that said republicans for voldemort yeah like it's become so as like a jokey thing sure. that democrats would well i mean when you're explaining what so voldemort does yeah i was well, like well yeah. this is what we're in right yeah. now this yeah. is yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. sure yeah. yes yeah. but it is like harry potter has made and again this is someone who is i've read i've not really read the books totally i've seen the movies and i've kind of like half read along with maggie kind of not really right but like the the jargon of the, the audio books are great the audio books are great oh, there's an audio there's, I mean, the I mean, the audiobooks are get a who's the guy who reads them? Not Stephen Fry. Well, Stephen Fry does them the British versions because yes. they've like they've they also publish like American versions where they change like lift to elevator and stuff oh, like that. Oh sure, right. yes, yeah. And, Jim Dale was yes, 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 yes. Jim Dale does reads that. the American ones, yes. the Americanized ones, and he's great too. But Stephen Fry reads the British ones, and he's bomb. Yes, he's he's my audiobook preference. Yes. How do you get an audiobook? Honestly, like I remember like having to teach my parents how to listen to podcasts. Are they on Spotify? Uh, oh, Audible. Audible. Audible, and, Audible and Libby. Audible and Libby. So if I wanted to start the Harry Potter books uh, on audio tape or whatever yeah. on yes. audio books. Um, you could also what, probably pir- – there are probably pirated versions on YouTube mm, yeah, as well. True. Mm, true, true. Okay. Listen to. Because that sounds like a fun way of – because uh, there's oh, something daunting to me. About the like knowing book. how much time I have in my day and then seeing those books. There's so just something a little daunting and knowing that once I finish the first big one, I have seven more big ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, the first the, th- the first three zip the first three are really children's books. How how many pages are we talking? I don't know. Two hundred. F- oh yeah. Okay. Great. But they're four kids, so they the read first, The first quickly. three read very quickly. Okay, yes. fun. That's a good way to sell me. Yeah. Do the, do the themes sort of mature? Does it great? Yes. Does it sort of also like PG to dare you even say R? It never gets to no, R. No, never gets to R. It's PG to PG-13. It sort of evolves yeah. in kind PG-13 of- PG-13 for violence. For violence. Right. And yes. death. People die. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people die. Yeah. Right. Beloved yep. characters die. Yes. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, so- we, Also, yeah. I, w- I want to say, I think, I think your audience would want to know- Yes. Who, what houses you guys would be sorted into? I okay. know we kind of touch on that, but okay. Billy, this is my opinion. Yes, <laughs> Billy is a Gryffindor. Mm. That's I've said it. this before, and I'm honored. Brave, courageous. Yeah, warrior. Brave, courageous. Not not warrior per se, but but brave. Brave, courageous, and 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 there's 
I would say the the other side of the coin can be prideful. Mm, definitely. Adam, is that, is yeah. that seen as a bad thing for Gryffindors? Does that get in their way often? It gets in Harry's way. Yeah, it gets in mine. It gets in. Yeah, it gets in Harry's way sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm Billy Potter. Billy Potter. I mean, you're uh, to me. You're a class. To me, you are almost a textbook Gryffindor. Cool. Yeah. What are my colors? Red and gold. Red and gold. Okay. Red USC. Lion. USC. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. A lion. Is that what yeah, you lion. That's our logo. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah Bill. Okay. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lion. You're the, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very uh, good. What do you my, think, Maggie? To me, you're a Hufflepuff. Adam's Cooperator. Ankle breaker. Hard worker. Uh, okay. And also somebody who is, you are so anti-elitist. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. do not like elitism. Uh, you, that's true. You don't like hierarchies. True. That is not your thing. That is true. And, uh, you, you know, I, I very much feel you live in the spirit of, hey, sh- are you willing to do the work? Let's hang. True. Real. And okay. and that and so to me, you're so Hufflepuff is yellow, and I'm forgetting the other color. Is there a blue? I think it's a, a blue. It might be navy. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Yellow and some. Maybe okay. it might be yellow and black. And the animal is a badger. I accept my sorting. What does a badger do? Works hard, busy. right? Busy as a badger. Busy, busy, busy. busy. Do they build dams. Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a beaver. So what does a badger do? Uh, badgers, you know, they <laughs> hang out in the woods. They're cool forest creatures. Sure, I mean, yeah. that's true of every forest creature. Like, what, yeah, what, what, I'm just asking, what is your association with, like, a, bag, a badger's day-to-day? I wonder. We know a beaver makes a dam. We know yeah. that bees make honey. That's What's right. a badger What's a badger? Do? Does it fight all wolverines all day? Does it? I think is it's, it a wolverine? I think it's like, lo- I think it's like an earthy low to the ground. <laughs> I like, agree. I know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm thinking, thinking of a honey of... badger. Okay, what do yeah. they do? Well, they're ruthless. Wow. I mean, they just like eat snakes and ants and, yeah. and like, yeah. they're just like munch it all up. I mean, really, those are two very different animals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They'll eat snakes and they'll eat baby little ants. Exactly. Now, Maggie, fascinating. How Hogwarts house how do you self-identify? I, I self-identify – well, according to the – I did do the official sorting via the website. And <laughs> What's I've, the website called? Oh, Potter. Potter – yeah. Yes. God, Adam. I've absorbed a lot from you, Maggie. You are a, a miracle. Right. You really are a miracle. Pottermore.com. Right. Pottermore.com. Yes. Um, Ravenclaw. Raven- and I've taken a few times and it says I'm Ravenclaw. <laughs> I am a Gryffindor. Okay. <laughs> she says defiant. Are, yeah. So what – do you know more than Pottermore? Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> well, here's the thing that Pottermore doesn't do that the Sorting Hat does do, as represented by Harry Potter's own experience of the Sorting. Yes. The Hat is, whispers to in in his ear as he's being sorted. Hmm. I don't know what's best for you. You could go to Slytherin or you can go to Gryffindor. I, I'm not sure. Sort of you talks know? him through the process. Yeah. And and Harry thinks to himself, Oh, please, Gryffindor. Please, Gryffindor. I don't want to be in Slytherin. And he's like, Are you sure? The Sorting Hat's like, Are you sure? I think Slytherin could do a lot of good. You know, y- you got a lot of potential. Slytherin. If you want, if you want to realize your potential, Slytherin might be the pl- testing house him for almost. you. Testing him. I mean, I don't. I don't. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I, I I don't pretend to know the Sorting Hat's reasoning no. <laughs> and would? motivations. Who would? Um, and he says, please, Gryffindor. And so he goes to Gryffindor. So the Sorting Hat takes into account what you want. Yeah. And so I want That's Gryffindor. interesting. Yeah. So. I'm surprised. I would think that the Sorting Hat wouldn't care about something like that. It would know better beyond what you want. It well, I think work it's, with what you, you want is part of the algorithmic, uh, you know, oh, imp- importance of uh, – where you will thrive most. Mm-hmm. So do you think if I took a Pottermore test, I would get Gryffindor? Yes. Even though you took a Pottermore test and you got wanted Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, you got Ravenclaw, even though... I think uh, I'm a little less textbook than you. Well, well, well. <laughs> Neat, nuanced Maggie Marion. 
I mean, no, I don't buy the disagree. book bill. They call I, him I, buy I, the book bill. And you know what, folks? Bill doesn't disagree. It's a simple machine with a simple brain, and Maggie is much more complicated. Maggie, than me. if there was a deep cut character in the Harry Potter oeuvre that you wish there were more of in the books, okay. who's like a sleeper, tertiary, or quatertiary character that you would like? They could. They almost deserve their own spinoff. Or I wonder what was there a, a side character that piqued your interest that you wish there was more of in the books. That's really interesting. I mean, I, I yeah. Or maybe there isn't. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the that's the thing. There's seven books. So the characters a get a lot. Of, get yeah. a lot of. Yep. You know, there's a lot of things that get explored in the books. Yep. I mean, I I love. Of course, I love the Weasleys. Yep. Who doesn't love the Weasleys? I love Molly Weasley. Yep. Um, she has a great line that is in the movies and in the books where she in her she is fighting off Voldemort's second, like, lieutenant, most powerful lieutenant, this woman um, who's played by Crazy Hair. I'm, I'm blanking on her Bottom name. Carter. Helena Bottom Carter. Yep. And her name, I'm also forgetting her name in Harry Potter, whatever. She's um, very powerful, and, and she's going to kill one of Molly's children. Uh-oh. And Molly comes up to her and zaps her and says, Not my daughter, you bitch! <laughs> and there is why it's freaking uh, We have to bleep folks. that out. We have to bleep that out. <laughs> Unlike Harry Potter, you're not allowed to say the B-word on the no-joke podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, Molly Weasley said it. Yeah. You are family, Maggie. Yeah. Oh, okay. You'll get away. Okay, all right. Um, um, well, let me just... Uh, I gotta wrap it up. Okay, let's we, wrap we, it up. We've hit our mark. We've hit our mark. Great, we've we hit it. our mark. That was it. That's Harry Potter. There's, so that's it. You guys fully understand the <laughs> world of Harry Potter. If you have any questions, please send you them to it. No Joke Pod on Twitter or at gmail.com. That's it. For the No Joke Podcast and with Maggie Marion, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>